Blog Talk Radio. The Net Live is brought to you by the Spire Institute, integrating sports and education, training and learning, performance and competition like no place on earth. SpireInstitute.org. Now, on with the show. That time, we have the people. This is Eric from Moana. This is Priscilla Lima. This is Casey Patterson. The story in real time. We're a much better team now than we were then. I'm not looking at just this year. I'm looking at the next four years. You're listening to The Net Line with Barney. You didn't win, so you must not have done a good job. And DJ Ruscha. I have great thighs. It's The Net Live right now. <laughs> It is the Net Live right now. I think I see that every week. Welcome in, ladies and gentlemen. Kevin Barnett in what is a full home court today. You've taken Reed and me out of the intro. You here two weeks Shut in a row, Chris two. McGee, is working towards getting back in. I, Reed Pretty, I however. I actually don't even want to be in it. Reed anymore. Pretty, permanently out. You know what? I have information. I know mm-hmm. the team is in Brazil. I know Reed is not with the team. He has no other obligations, and yet... He is not here. Where's Pretty? You promised me he'd be on the show today. Yes, Ken Steffes. We'd like to know the same thing. We're getting so good, it's almost like that was scripted. That was fantastic. Almost. Perfect timing. Here's the thing. Respect Reed a little bit you more. Guys, no. You guys know of your company. No. You guys have show been off I know you don't get paid. For months. Months. <laughs> and it took you months to realize you weren't on it. So what does that tell you? <laughs> Welcome to the Net Live, ladies and gentlemen. Well, we have so much to talk about. Can I answer it? Can you yell at me right yes, there? Yes, just a moment. We have so much to talk about today. We'll have Chris McGee's answer to Jeremy Roche in just a second as their personal feud continues for your entertainment. Right Tom Davenport, SOB Volleyball Vacations, is going to come on. He also has a variety of other programming going on in the Denver area. A definite volleyball entrepreneur. We're going to spend some time with him talking about a whole bunch of different areas of the sport and places where money is being made. World League, the picture is starting to clarify here. We have teams that have qualified for the finals. That will be held in Mar del Plata, Argentina in just about a week's time. They'll be prepping for that. It will be one last round this upcoming week. And then Mar del Plata, the United States, on its way to Brazil. We'll have more information on that. The women's team about to debut this week. We'll give you the times and opportunity to watch that, as it will be live stream on the Internet for once. Thank you. So, uh... A good start to the Karch era there over the Hugh McCutcheon era, where Hugh would not let any secrets out. Don't live stream anything. Karch, putting it out there like that, right off the bat. Beach World Championships in Poland happened this past weekend. And if you were turning on NBC this weekend, you were might be on the finals. I was flipping through they the, were on Big NBC? I was flipping Big NBC. through the channels I no yesterday. Didn't even know. Flipping through the channels, and, I, and then it said volleyball. And I was like, say what? And I hit click, and I was so in shock, I forgot to tweet about it and tell yeah. people it was on TV. Wow. Watched it. Who was in the final? I was. Before we get back to the feud between these two gentlemen, I want to make sure we mention Jeff Nygaard and our thoughts uh, with him and his family as Jeff is recovering from appendix surgery, emergency appendix surgery. As uh, reports have it, his appendix actually did rupture, and he spent five days in the hospital recovering. He's back home now, and we hope that Jeff Nygaard continues to be on the men, of course, coach at USC and multiple-time Olympian on the indoor and beach side of the sport. That's Uh, a scary story. Former Player of the Year, UCLA, for those that don't know. Two-time. Two-time Player of the Year, yeah. Olympian, indoors twice, outdoors once. I heard he was having some issues in Reno, flew back, 
went, I think, maybe not directly from the airport to the hospital, but luckily he was back here. Good move. Yeah. Good move. All right, so back uh, to you uh, feuding with Jeremy. Chris? Can I don't I, even know what I was going to say. Can I first say that Texas, oh, I know what I was gonna say. Texas Troll on here said, now that I'm in the home court, why is Kevin talking? <laughs> <laughs> love that Texas Now that I'm troll. back. I love that Texas Troll hates you. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead, Chris. You hadn't been on... Uh, you don't really notice the intro when you're not really paying attention to Keyboard it. Keyboard warrior. You know, when you really listen to it, like Reed and I finally did, months you catch on. Months after you were off the intro. I just I did it as a test to see how long it took. Yeah. It took it took <laughs> well, some time, buddy. Well let me tell you <laughs> it something. It took some time. It hit home. Okay, so no you, made how him, long it took it. you made him show up today. Look. He might be in there. I week. will put you back on if six straight nights of work, but here I am today. Oh. Yeah. Really? What, what have you been doing? Playing? Please. So you spend don't. two hours with your buddies. You guys, what a sacrifice. This guy's not what a sacrifice. Work. You've seen his Instagram photos? <laughs> yeah. Even. How does it's he... like he's, it's a, he's partying. He's calling That's his it job. work. No, he's, he's a professional partier. A I, don't yeah. call, a, I don't call it work. Yeah. But B, it's what I do for a living. Fake not drinking. I mean, I know his role. <laughs> I know his role. <laughs> oh, man. He's wearing a run Who was DMC in the finals for the world way. championships? I mean, I, I, I lose I lose complete focus when the Americans are out. The women were oh, China, China yeah, and Germany. Right. And China won, right? Yeah. China did, although and Germany three. should have won. Germany should have. They took the first set. Yeah. Took the first set. Gassed a little in set two. And then had a chance. They had match point. They've got a little fitness work to do on uh, that team. The big, and, the big player has Pavlik some fitness work to do. Pavlik and April Ross, you got to give Pavlik a lot of credit uh, getting a fourth place. And fourth really place. Really first ever real... Tournament FIVB wise, and you know what her reward is? She's got to find a new partner. She's playing with Carrie. At the uh, April Beach Ross event. is playing with Carrie. No, uh, no, 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 no. April Ross is playing with Carrie and Stodd in right. Long Beach. She gets to play with Carrie Walsh. Whitney does, Whitney but then Pavlik. she's got to find right. a new partner. Right. Yeah. So this is a weird. What happened to she and Jenny Croft? This is a weird. Oh, that blew up at the end of last year. I've actually reached out to Jenny Croft to get some information. I have not heard back. Who, from her. Who's she playing with? I don't Jenny. know. I think she's playing. Here's what I wonder. She's How at many, the top of her game? Is she done? How know. many other players out there can be what pulled off? What happened to Nicole Brana? Can someone tell me that? i got to find out. I'm supposed to have these answers. I don't have any of them. <laughs> this, this is the, the question of all. Nicole Brana. I mean, there is a person whose career has been essentially ruined by the circumstances around her. No fault of her own. She yeah. was the she was MVP, great. MVP in 2009. Goes to play with Misty. She was Tor great. goes away. Right. Then she's going to play with Carrie. They're looking good. Misty comes back. I mean, if you're Carrie, I mean, I, you know. What are you going to do? If you're Nicole Branagh, you have to be really frustrated with circumstances yeah. that are outside of your control. Her but he, best three or four years of her career, gone. Here's my question for you guys. How many other Nicole players are out there so good at that time? like mm-hmm. Whitney Pavlik, who are basically on the scrap heap, not playing anywhere because there's nothing going on, and they can be pulled off the scrap heap and finish fourth in the world? Split blocking, by How the way. How about that? Split blocking. Well, are, we are, wasting, are we wasting a ton of volleyball talent here in the United States? Is it just being... Thrown away well, by the circumstances around yeah, the U.S. Of course we are. I mean, we're there's there's phenomenal players in this country. I mean, let's look look at the Olympic record that we have, yeah, world championship record. And when we do go over to the FIVB teams, that I mean, there's tons of people that have had success when they do get into these tournaments. Yep. I mean, Niles and Fendrick have gone to Final Fours. I mean, we have great players. Speaking but, of Fendrick, and by the way, so uh, you know, the AVP is trying to change that. They're trying. They're getting seven tournaments. They're trying to make a way back. Leonard has his event. I mean, they're they're trying to resurrect. That's the right word. Uh, beach volleyball here in America, but yeah, your answer. Yes, yes, yes. It's been wasted the last few years. Wasted, thrown Look what away. What happened to me? I had to get a full time job in TV. It's terrible. <laughs> yeah, what a what a struggle. Fendi and Hochevar. Hochever. Yeah, fifth. Right. Wait, in the world championships? Fifth. Good for yeah. Brett. Split in eighteen thousand. 
Good for that. Richest event on the tour, 500000 per Good gender. How about that for the them. FIVB? 60K to win it, 45 for second, 35 for third. And I'll tell you what, not a bad payday all the way down to probably ninth. I mean, yeah, okay, 17th, pretty good, splitting 7,000. But you're making 11 grand. You're splitting that at ninth. That's good money for volleyball players. Right I'll now. take it. It'd be great if every tournament was like that. Yeah, Ross and Pavlik splitting 28K. So that's a good weekend for the mm-hmm. two of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, good, mm-hmm. good results on the women's side. I, I would have thought we'd have a team in that top three. I would have thought we would have someone on the medal stand. I'm a little more concerned about the men's results. It's a little inconsistent, it's looking like to me. Wow. Uh, before mean, you get to the men. A lot of good teams out okay. there. Man. Uh, Matt Garhoff coming in big. Jenny Kropp explains the breakup in the next issue of Volleyball Magazine. Okay. Uh, um, along with, playing? maybe, is that before or after Matt Garhoff's own article? Well, that is true. Garhoff is getting his own article in the next issue of Volleyball Mag. What, what's he writing about? Oh, no. They wrote about him. About oh, him. as they should. Super yeah. fan. Super fan number one. The worst... Worst cartoon characters of all time. Actually, second worst. But <laughs> Which, by the way, is, has made a comeback lately. He is very creative, and he yes. is very good at what he does. He deserves that article. Absolutely agree um, But on the men's side, Kevin, sorry. On the men's side. side. Ninth. Dahlhauser and Rosenthal. Ninth. Happy. You know, but you're in a single limb format. You're going to lose sometimes, man. Given Patterson, who have had a good year, 17th. Rogers and Doherty, 17th. Is the Rogers and Doherty partnership going to make it? 13? No, no, no. I'm sorry. I thought they lost it. Is that partnership going to make it? We have not <laughs> seen good results. Dude, Todd is 39 years old, right? Yeah. So Doherty's played a year and a half Doherty's of volleyball. played a year of volleyball. I mean, yeah. it's, you know. And look, I said got to give him some time. And I said this at the beginning of the year, Jake and Casey were going to be up and down with their results. Yeah. They're a lot more up yeah. than down. Yeah, I mean, you got to so give these guys some time. Yeah. Some of the teams that are ranked up there and ahead of, a lot of the new United teams States. Too. Yeah, the I Netherlands comes out with a victory, by the way. Huh? The Netherlands. Those win. guys won? Yes. I don't even know who they are. Yeah. Brouwer and Musen. Don't, I don't anyone, know them either. Is anyone just amazed that Emmanuel and Ricardo, just even though they're not playing together, just still, still delivering? It's it's Karch it what Karch used to do in the old days of the AVP when he was like 45 and getting finals Lambo, and it was just amazing. They're still going. We had a great question on the chat board from uh, Melissa Carvel. She wanted to know about the partner switches that are going on and lack of participation. Mentioned that she said Sunderland, although it was Marlow, was Marlo who was that doing it? FIVB, uh-huh. talking about who did the who did it with the Wong? Yeah, with uh, Julia and uh, Larissa. Larissa, sorry, Julia and Larissa L- I'm not playing Larissa's together. Not even playing anymore. Well, and and the question was why? What yeah. has happened? Something about the Brazilian Federation, I thought. That is the answer. The Brazilian yeah. Federation is running the beach oh, yeah. like an indoor national team mm-hmm. in the traditional sense of a national team where they are deciding when, where, how often you train and who you train with and who you play with. This is a big, big switch. And for many years, U.S. beach players have been saying, treat us like the Brazil system, treat us like the Brazil system. Well, that Brazil system now is way different. Yeah. And I'm not sure. Actually, I am that. sure they don't want that. <laughs> You know, but that's what that's what's coming. When you look at that team of Julianne and Larissa. That's what's coming. You think about you talk about now. Do you want to call it an underachievement? I mean, you, you, you get a medal, it's a bronze. Yeah. Is it an underachievement? I mean, you look at that team from 2005 or six on. They were the team that was like the rival of Carrie and Misty. Okay. So for 06, 07, they're the team of the year. In the, I mean, 05, 06, they're the team of the year in the FIVB. Carrie and Misty get it going again in 07, crush them. They get hurt right before the Olympics, Juliana. So she doesn't even go to 08. Larissa gets paid up, paired up with Anna Paula, gets like a fifth. 
So in 08, 08, they just completely waste those few years. Go back, 09, 10, 11. They're again the best team. Gary and Misty come back. And Jen and April beat them in that semifinal. They play for a bronze. You talk about so they were gold medal three favorites. Three Olympics. Yep. Missed out on like they were supposed to be. They never even got to a gold medal match. It's pretty amazing. It is, and it's pretty amazing what Misty and Carrie were able to do, undefeated and win three gold medals. It's not even. It's it's, it's not. Uh, I mean, I know we've talked about it on the show. It's it's when you really really think about it. I saw a tweet from Carrie about no espies and like a sad face. Did they not get? Because ESPN had them as like a top, they had top ten marriages of all time, you know, like sports marriages. Oh, yeah. and, and Carrie and Misty were in, were in the top ten sports. Carrie's marriages. been getting some serious publicity. She's everywhere. She's in the body she's issues. Getting, she's hired some new agency, I guess, yeah. and they're they're earning their money. Good. Here's she my question: be. Next weekend, where does Carrie finish? April Ross, Carrie Walsh. Where well, do they finish next week? I got to tell you something. My expectations are they're not playing are, together next week. And Stodd, they are. Stodd. No, Stodd. My expectations are low, and I'll tell you why. Carrie, I've seen her a few times. She just gave birth. I mean, like, yeah, literally. Let's, let's just on the Today Show. About it. Actually, yeah, I think it was live birth. <laughs> live birth. Yeah, literally six weeks ago? I mean, four people. It's, it's, it's only no, six weeks no, ago? No, it's more than six weeks ago. Regard, well, regardless. Eight weeks? Ten, Ten maybe twelve. Really? Well, I guess. Yeah, regardless, uh, it's not a lot. Regardless, of whatever. When you're sucked into Dwight Howard, that's all you think about. Time goes by. There is another world I'm look out it there up right now. Okay, but anyway, look it up. so okay, say it's 12 weeks. I'll, I'll I'll give you that. That's dude. That's nothing. All right, so we'll get to your prediction. So you cannot expect so, much so now. Saying what do you think, that, 17? saying that every time I doubt. What do you think? I lose. So I'm going to say I don't know the pool. I don't is think it a single has, elimination. I don't or think it has anything to do chart. with doubting her. It has nothing to do with no doubt. But it just yeah, you know, it, it has to do played. with the opponents. I mean, she hasn't played. No, I don't think it has some... anything to do with the opponents. I think it has to do with Carrie hasn't played much volleyball, and she, she hasn't played with, much. And she's with a new partner. Doesn't yeah. mean anything about the, I mean, they're they're they're, they're going to get a top nine. They had their first practice together. So you're she'll, you're she'll saying ninth? Yeah, ninth. Yeah, she's Okay, I like that call. Jeremy, do you have an opinion on this? Not I don't yet. Yet? Yeah. Coming up this weekend. I don't yet. Kevin. Okay. I don't like no, your attitude. No opinion yet for Jeremy. Yep, no opinion. Hey, a little notes on the world championships. Uh, you know, I have a you problem. You know what makes me horny is that we've <laughs> talked about beach for more than three minutes on this show. I mean, somehow you didn't hijack the show. Like We're going to talk about more time beach. Time and time and time again. Nine with thousand people non-stop in the Non-stop indoor and non-stop motocross. These are pretty nice. Yeah. 9,000 people in the stands, by the way. Oh, the crowd in uh, Poland was unbelievable on TV. Rocking. No Polish teams in the As final. As it should be. No Polish teams anywhere near the final, by the way. Top finisher, ninth. Uh, and the place going crazy. Going crazy. It's, just, it's a great volleyball place. And indoors as well. I mean, both. It's just really, really rocking. And how about Germany? Team in the finals. 12 but they weeks. They had nine 12 teams weeks. in this tournament. It's 12 weeks. Germany had nine teams? That's what Chris Marlowe was telling me. Between the men and the women. Nine teams. Junior teams, too? In the tournament, <laughs> on the German side. So they're really starting to grow volleyball. Good for There's them. one and two. I see two teams down there at 17th from Germany. And then there's a fifth and a second. So four teams on the women's side alone. Awesome. How about that? That's this Is, is Germany going to rival, going to be the next team rising with that Brazil-United States situation? Because Brazil and the United States have ruled this sport for a long time. Is Germany perhaps going to get into the mix? Hmm. If they're putting that much effort into it, right? I mean, why would you count them out? They want a gold men's. 
Yeah, they've had historically good teams. Brinks. Sarah Goller, now retired, but Brinkman and uh, Recker, yeah, right? Reckerman. Reckerman. I think anything you put effort into, and obviously money needs to go into that as well, you put an emphasis on it, things are going to get better, regardless. Okay, now that I've said some good things yeah. about beach volleyball, I have a question for you, Jokers. Um, BJ Evans asked what weekend. I don't remember what we were talking about. How do you hold? How do you hold the world championships in the middle of the year? Well, how do you hold it without any qualification? Like that. But hold on, hold on, hold on. When, I understand when you want it. End of the year. It should be the concluding event to the end of the year. The, the, the championship, the world championship. You don't hold can the I, Super Bowl in week six. I got you. Why can not? I, can I just sprinkle some other things at you? Just, to, just to, you know, marinate on. Yeah. Couple reasons, possibly. Um, one, I think height of summer, and I can't speak for what's going on over in Europe, but the height of summer, maybe that's uh, you know around July. Uh, it's kind of the best time, maybe. Okay. So that's when people are peaking in terms of playing. Um, there's always other weird tournaments that go on after that. I, you know, that's all I can give you. I mean, September a little late, but shouldn't it have sort of a conclusion, a, a build up, focus, a build up, a qualification, go through the whole year, and this is how because you're basically running this. Yeah. World Championship but, on a, but, but, on but, but, less but, than a half a season, but or on a half a season. Okay, but then in tennis and golf, there's majors and there's like another tournament the next week. They don't call it the World Championships. I'm no, I no problem with majors if you have if you have it divided into bigger events and smaller events and events that pay more points or something. That'd be part of a championship chase. But I have a problem with the uh, the World Series being held in July. So if we called this, yeah, like, but I do and then you play another half of the season. That's the culmination, and that's when the that, that's when the that, that, that's when the season ends. This is not when the season ends. I mean, there's more to do. There's AVPs, there's stuff going on. So it's not the pinnacle. It's not it's not the only league. See what I'm saying? Yeah, it's not the only league. But even in its own situation, like it's not even the peak of its own existence. It's in the middle of its own schedule. Yeah. That's, I hear you. that's a mystery to me. Yeah, Put it at the I, end I of your own you. schedule. For me, it doesn't have bother me at all. I'm just used to it always being in July, and it doesn't bother me one bit. I went over to Stad a few years ago before the uh, no, she's oh seven now. It was more than a few years, but it was phenomenal. Going, it was July and it was beautiful, and um, it was a month before the Olympics. What if they played the NBA All Star Game at the end of the season and the finals in the middle of the season? What if what? What if you played the NBA Finals uh-huh. in March? You, but it's just or, or February. It's what February when the All Star Game is. You play the NBA Finals, the championship in February. Then you continue on the second half of the season and you play the All Star Game. This is, I, I just think that's asinine. Sense. I know, but this I, is I, the wording. I don't see it like that, it's dude, the wording that's bothering you because it doesn't tell you who the number one team is for the rest of the year. The NBA Finals gives here's the championship. Yeah, for you're taking a break. Season. You're done. I mean, that's just not. I mean, yes, yes, it's called World Championships, but if it was called like. An extra important Grand Slam would that help you? <laughs> yeah, I mean, this is an extra. Would, yeah. This is an extra important Grand Slam. This God. will help Kevin with his okay. wording. But but they also you're, pay you're, the most you're, money. You're, you're you're being captain radio guy. You're doing your stick. You're just trying <laughs> to build a. You know, you're trying to drive a wedge between get people riled up. And I get it. It's just it shouldn't bother you. I'm trying much. to build a career here, McGee. <laughs> Not all of us are settled into the job for the next twenty it, years. It shouldn't bother you that much. They're Should paying the, they're paying the highest amount of money in this one too. That's yeah, great. In the middle of the year. Great. Congratulations! You're playing really well in the middle of the season. Here's the most money. Why does that bother yeah. you? It's fantastic. You better be game ready. It, it bugs me because you're supposed Peak to have of the end. summer, right, Jeremy? Okay, okay. What <laughs> what other sport plays a go. world championship, biggest event, most prize money, most prize thing in the middle of their season? AVP would have the Manhattan Beach Open in the middle of the season, and that's the one everybody wanted to win. Suck it, Kevin. Wimbledon, July just went down. Biggest championship in tennis. 
They just don't call it the they just don't tennis call it championship. Tennis World Championship of the year. Of all time, yeah. most money ever. <laughs> <laughs> Tournament. <laughs> but it's pretty damn big, buddy. When you the were... Masters is in April. Pretty damn big, bud. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> just saying. <laughs> so it's just it's the wording that's bothering Kevin. It's the wording of it. So, yeah. Listen, I'm going to write to the uh, Ari or whoever it is over there at the uh, FIB. Grasa. We're going yeah, to get the name changed. <laughs> This is a super important Grand uh, Slam, not start, the biggest one of the year. Start a petition now. World Online petition. You're going to get a lot of money, though. John Price of Cal State Northers, the World Championship no, drink, beer pong that drink. he has, that he has, uh, that he has uh, created 34 years ago is in Vegas, and that's in July. Now, is he playing Beirut, or is he playing with paddles? He plays with paddles the real okay. way. Raise yeah, the I don't up. like Beirut. Yeah, UCLA nah, garbage. Stupid. Raise the net up three feet. Play with the pong paddles. Three feet? Oh, yeah. You raise PVC pipe. Really? Net up three, with the cups in the corner. It's one of the great games oh, of all time. John Price yeah. created it 34 years ago. We play regularly with coach Cups in the Corner. Of men's like a paddle and a paddle from it's the end inside? Excuse me? Paddle and paddle from the end inside? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, there you yeah, go. We, well, we play regular. We don't raise yeah. the net up. All, your guys all know from John Price. Swear to God. They've yeah. all played in this tournament. We do have one UCLA guy in our friend group that always wants to play Beirut. We're like, dude, this is yeah, not I mean, a Bruin event. You just call it throw ball throw the ball. cup. Yeah, it, Speaking it, of changing names. You know what it is? It's the grand prize <laughs> game. It's the grand prize game from Bozo. Oh. Is it the World Championship of Bozo's? Uh... Only in October when the season's over. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Sheesh. Good times. Good times, everybody. Hell of a first episode there, guys. Great job. Thanks for calling in, Reed. Hey, we've, we've burned through all of our other material. We're done. Now the minutes sh- in. Show, oh, the World League. show is over. <laughs> we'll talk about World League, World League after the break. Poland? What happened? What, what's going on? Uh, it's looking a little dicey. It is? It's looking a little dicey. We'll get to that, though. And uh, we're going to have Tom Davenport coming up shortly here. We're going to take a short break here on the Net Live. We've made it through the first segment. It's my mom's birthday. i got to call her. First set is done. Second set, we will talk about uh, SOB Volleyball Vacations, a whole bunch of other things, uh, big, huge events going on out there. Volleyball of the Rockies is Tom Davenport's organization. They run a whole host of programming in addition to the vacations. And never mind Chris McGee taking off his headset. We'll have him muted next time. The Net Live, right back in just a second.
Welcome back to the Net Live here on Volleyball Magazine. Thanks, uh-huh. Volleyball Magazine, for their support of this show. Sorry. Wow. We unmuted you, by the way. I want to make sure we wish a happy birthday to Mrs. Geeter. Volcano losing. Yeah. Happy birthday to uh... Geeter's mom. He just called her during the break. You know that movie, Lock Came Falling? Yeah. <laughs> wish her a happy birthday. <laughs> I what don't is... know why you brought it up. <laughs> what is... Did you because steal Before he gets into that speech, uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman. Oh, he's going to just hold it the whole time. We've Volcano got. Oh. <laughs> Did you have room 30 at some point? You stole no, this off? No, Magic Johnson is my favorite player. My kids know that 32 is my number. Well, I was three in college, but I like Father's Day. Too, so Jess McGee got this for me. I want these How is Jess McGee? Haven't seen Jess McGee. She's, She's great. She's uh, She and the girls at the Hollywood Bowl doing some art project and having some good times. They like to do summer little things. That's a long uh, way to go for a. Yeah, it is. it is. Tell uh, her uh, that Nicole and I say hello. Yeah, she's she's We'd good. We'd much rather see her than you. hundred percent. Hundred percent agree. <laughs> she's uh, fantastic. She looks great. She's feeling great, and uh, the kids are good. And uh, yeah, my mom's birthday today. You're just living mom's the life, aren't you? Seventy-four years old. You're just living the life. Seventy-four, mom. Seventy-four. Seventy-four. Yeah. Wow. She's doing good. Right. What was she doing? Who was she with? Yeah, you kept um, asking her that question. Who are you with? Mom? Who are you with? Yeah, she couldn't hear. <laughs> Hello, me. who are you with? Well, my mom's got uh, my mom has Parkinson's, very very bad. Oh, that's right. So, so so she's with. Uh, I was trying to see like was with my dad because you know he's he's older too. So I didn't know how who was like driving her. But it's a lady that kind of takes care of her uh, during the day, five days a week, and and one of her best friends. So she's all excited. Deep in San Diego, they live in San Diego. So awesome. She was going to some lunch. So very happy. Very nice. Happy <laughs> birthday, Mrs. Geeter. Yes. Do people call Lil. her that? Geeter's mom? Hey, are you uh, Geeter's mom? Huggin' Lil. They call her Huggin' Lil. Nice. She worked at my high school. Huggin' called her Lil. Huggin Lil cause she, her name's Lil, but everyone calls her Huggin' Lil because she just gives a lot of hugs. Love it. Yeah. She's a lover. She's a lover. What sure. happened to you? Uh, <laughs> just an ass. <laughs> Went to North I'm a, I'm a, Thanks a lot, I'm John a Price. I'm a, I'm a hugger. Yeah, we hug it out. We don't. Yeah, yeah, we don't hug it out. Hug Barney. Thanks, John Price. Either is Texas Troll. Love that he lights you up on that board. The net live. I'm so bummed I don't my computer. I can see the board. The net live at gmail.com. You gotta start bringing we're gonna that thing We're gonna get on the big screen next time. Well, the big screen up next. Or well, Kevin's gonna finish the garage. So we're gonna be in the garage. Twelve weeks when you show yeah, up. Fantasy land he's living in. Got cabinets going in there. Been busy. Is Let's the, bring in our first guest. Is the big reed head still in there? Davenport's on. It is. The big reed head is still out there. We'll have to paper the walls with big reed heads. Tom invited you to any of these vacations yet? Not yet. Yeah, me neither. Jeremy? Kevin can't play beach volleyball. That's a good point. Good point. Uh, I can't play any kind of volleyball. Sitting. We're going to be playing sitting volleyball. We are fielding a sitting team. Are you on our sitting team? Wow, I can actually flow sauce. Are you on our sitting yeah, team? Can I set you up? Arizona next year. Nationals in the NMA. Can I be the opposite? That's my question. And can I run the BIC from sitting? Dude, how you fun can run anywhere. That? We're going to play in the tournament. No, okay. I mean, we get crushed. Those I promise. We got, how long does it take to like learn how to play that way? I promise the sitting national team we were going to play. I'm in. Okay. We're going to field the Net Live team. We're going to play in, in, in the, the middle of the sure. Dude, with the he wrist. Made, he made a living playing bed volleyball. We'd sit and just, yeah, just saw him. Did you say. We split the living room. Yeah, well, you, yeah. Know, you had your beds across from each other and you had to sit and you can't. There was rules in college and the guy was. We played living room volleyball maybe a lot. Five and two. My brother and I. Yeah. It was like a, like a plush Love basketball. It. it was I'm good. Totally into it. Really got off subject here. For the yeah. Task. Here's our Let's new bring guest. Back and around. And that, that's really where the show's been going since yeah. I've been Sorry, everybody. Well, I can't wait for the bed volleyball vacation. That's hey, going to be good. Texas Stroll asks, can Kevin play sitting beach volleyball? <laughs> <laughs> you know how sandy your drawers would be after that? I mean, you're oh, sandy man. enough. You're Texas, not just, you're sitting the whole time? Not just your drawers. <laughs> Remember that word? Remember that word that Dustin said on the show? That was what would be sandy. Texas Troll has taken my number one spot. You're going to have guard off down, some sandy junk. He's funny. All right. Just lights you up, dude. I know. Put on some music or something here. <laughs> oh, man. 
<laughs> Who knew that one of the strongest volleyball communities in the United States was in Colorado? Colorado. I knew it. In Denver. They volleyball of the Rockies. 4,000 players a week going through this in a variety of facilities. Oasis Volleyball in Broomfield, Island Beach Volleyball Facility. You've gotten really good at intros. <laughs> I taught you something on this show. I'm sorry, cut you it's over. Just getting heckled. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Tom. Sorry, Tom. He has all kinds of adult events going on: beach bash, steamboat, snowmass, Breckenridge corporate events, bed volleyball, bed volleyball. Soon to be added. You know he's going to have out. I had this whole thing planned. Thanks a lot. Yeah, my fault. Misty May Trainer is going to be coming out. 550 teams about to take off Misty next May week. Misty Trainer's going in Steamboat Springs. No wonder why we're not for invited. the Steamboat Doubles. He began 25 years ago with 12 teams in a park and has built an empire in the middle of the nation. I believe, like Olsen and Nygaard, they used to all do these things. But now he's pulling Misty that you and I are never going. Welcome to the Net Live for the first time. time. One of the most persistent guests we've ever had, Tom Davenport. Tom. Wow, I, persistent. That's what I get today, persistent? Yeah. I mean, you have well, to when Barney, when Barney gets rattled on the intro. I Tom, tried to give you a good intro, but unfortunately, <laughs> McGee is here today. So, uh, Tom. Hi, Tom. <laughs> hey, Peter, how are you, buddy? I'm doing well, buddy. You're pulling Misty hey, as a guest now? We have no shot to ever go on this thing. So she, so she is, as soon as she retires, it was on her bucket list. Oh, God bless her. Awesome. Hey, I'll just be downstairs. You want to talk to Tom? <laughs> no, go ahead, Kevin. Sorry for ruining your day. Sorry for showing up. Tom, we mentioned that uh, you started this with 12 teams in a park 25 years ago, and I know you used to be a commercial real estate agent, but you abandoned that in 1998. Uh, I, was that the right time to leave commercial real estate right before the boom? I should have left it a decade earlier, but I, ah, I got out. Yeah. I went through a 10-step recovery process, and uh, <laughs> I sleep well with myself now. That's good. So tell us about the evolution of uh, your your entire volleyball business, because it's hard to talk about one aspect of your business. You have facilities, you have adult tournaments, you have vacations, you have a whole bunch of different things. What did you start with? What was the vision when you began 25 years ago? You know, it's, it's funny because you, you opened with, you the, word opened with the word persistent, and to make a living in this sport, you, you have to be either persistent or dumb or both, and I, I probably have a little bit of both. And uh, it literally started with 12 teams on a chamber of commerce volleyball team in in 19 gosh 88 i was a junior chamber member and played volleyball and like a lot of guys in the united states i didn't get to play in high school played a little bit in college and some cute girl in the office down at the chamber said hey we're putting a team together she of course was way better than any of us because she had played club ball and and college ball and so you show up thinking you know what you're doing and you get beat up by a bunch of girls and I fell in love with the sport, and what started with 12 teams in 88 mushroomed to 200 teams in the Denver Parks by 93. In 94, we had uh, a couple players in the league who had actually been to Cancun, and they took a net to Cancun, and they played king of the beach for seven straight days, four guys on a net that play ball all day, chase girls all night, and they convinced us that spring that we should organize a trip since we had this community in Denver of volleyball players to, to, to invite, and we took 32 people to Cancun our first year, and it was all Denver players, and we went down and played volleyball for a week, and that particular product, the South of the Border Volleyball Vacations, um, has grown from that original trip of 30 
players 20 years ago to we now have had almost 4,000 players travel with us. We're doing three trips this winter. Our Stapa trip has 200 participants. Our Puerto Vallarta has 100. We, in the early years, didn't want to bring pros on the trip because we were purists. You know, it was endless summer. And, uh, you know, we we felt that we just wanted a bunch of volleyball junkies that wanted to play ball all day on the trip. And we felt that bringing the pros to might change that. And what we found is that uh, within the pro world, there's a bunch of athletes on the AVP that are junkies for this sport. And actually, we're a perfect match for the trip. And like, like Gator mentioned, Nygaard has been down with us a, a number of times. Uh, Matty Olson's been down. We've had almost 30 different pros, um, you know, ranging from people we've seen in the Olympics. I mean, Jen Kessie was down with us a couple of years. Um, and then on the other end of it, we got some up and comers that come down with us. So, uh, that all started in 94. And then in the late nineties, I wrote a business plan, found a way to borrow a couple million bucks from everybody and their brother and built an indoor beach volleyball facility in Denver, which at the end of the day is a commercial real estate deal. Tom, Tom, Tell me about that indoor uh, facility. I, I've known people around the country that have tried it, and, 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 and business-wise, it, 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 some have blown up and some have been, you know, unsuccessful. What's been the key for you, and, 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 and you know, how many nights a week are you running it? You know, it's um, it, it, we we got the same magazine article everybody else did back in '94, '95 that showed the facilities all over the country, and we drove out, actually flew out to Chicago, and we toured stuff in in the Midwest. We hit um, all of the facilities in Illinois and Wisconsin, talking to the owners out there. And most of them had bar restaurant businesses that were existing, the, the successful ones. And the volleyball warehouse out back was just an, it, it was an additional component to their business, like putting in a pool pool, uh, pool table. Um, our, our model was, since we were volleyball people, was a little more volleyball purist. And the reality is you have to be at about 95% occupancy to make it, and we struggled terribly for the first six, seven, eight, nine years. I mean, it was, it's been a very, very, very long road. And we finally turned the corner two or three years ago. When you say, what, what made that work? It was a blend of cash flow from the outdoor grass leagues that we'd been doing for 10 years prior to. It was, it was the volleyball vacations. It was tournaments. You know, we were lucky enough to have other volleyball-related products that we were we were already up and running that helped us keep the doors open. And now that the facilities are full, you know it's working. And it's you know I'm not I, I I continue to to look in the volleyball world to figure out who's gotten rich, and that's a different conversation probably over beer in a bar. But it's a tough business, and and we've eked out a living here. We've got 13 full-time, 42 part-time employees, so we're contributing to the economy out here. We've got 5,000 players a week in our program, um, spread over 800 teams of doubles, fours, and sixes, and it it took 20 years, team by team, player by player, conversation by conversation, selling the drug of volleyball to, to finally build an, enough people that were addicted um, that it would it would keep us afloat. Uh, I, I lost the conversation when I realized I had missed out on a week with Jen Kessie at some point. Uh, I'm not sure how that happened. Sorry, Kevin. Uh, but let me see if I can recapture myself. You mentioned bringing the pros on and bringing them in to your business later on. How did that interaction go? Are, are the, the players who are already there, the recreational players, are they really excited to play with the pros? Do they get demoralized by the pros? Do they get inspired by the pros? Yeah, how has that played ecstatic. out? They're ecstatic. It, um, 
you know, my context, um, we all remember what the AVP was like in the, in the 90s. And, you know, it was a party. And I was, I was hesitant to, to bring that, you know, the captain of the football team, you know, the AVP pro player down on my trip. Um, I wasn't sure it was a good match for, for what we were trying to create. And I, I love the story because there was, a, there was a, a guy that moved back to Colorado, if you guys remember um, Curtis Griffin. Back in the day, maybe not. CU played at Curtis, CU. Yeah, I know, yeah, I know Curtis Griffin for sure. And he was part of a group they called themselves the No Coasters. They weren't from the West Coast. They weren't from the East Coast. They were from somewhere else. And there was a small cadre of them in the in the, in the late '90s. And, and Brent Doble was one of them. And you know, he had grown up in the Midwest and he moved out to California. And he wasn't playing with Garth yet. And and I talked to Curtis. And I go, you know you know me, you know what I'm all about, who would be a good match? And he hemmed and hawed, and at that time the tour was a heck of a party. And he finally goes, you know what, you need to call Brent Doble. And call Brent Doble, and you know, he, he would actually kill me if I told the whole story today, because you know, in our opening dialogue on the phone, he was actually potty training his oldest son, and, and we had an interruption midway through, which was pretty funny. Um, but Doble was my first pro on the trip, and, and that guy has more passion for the sport of volleyball at every level and he gets as excited you know beating a top-ranked player in an AVP event as he does teaching somebody brand new um you know the love of this game that, that he loves so much so and then we've done a um we've literally done a pay it forward kind of thing now for oh crap since Doble first went on a trip with me with me which was 2002 and so for 13 years now I've asked the pros on my trip to refer me to people that they think would be a good fit. So Doble brought Angie Akers into it. He brought Nygaard into it. You know, he started passing the torch. And, um, you know, as a result, we've, we've got a really neat family of pros that are, that are part of this, this South of the Board of Volleyball Vacations thing. You mentioned that things finally took off after several years of struggle, and you and I chatted earlier about the idea of building a pipeline. Is that what took a while to build a group of people that were not only bringing yeah. themselves but also bringing others to your facilities? Yeah, you know, I've um, I have a number of little like analogies and I uh, about volleyball. But what I found about the sport of volleyball because it happened to me. I was that guy who had never. I played a little intramurals in college. I went to school out in L.A. out in Claremont, and so I played a little volleyball there on the sand courts on campus, and played a little on vacations, you know, at, the, at, a, at a hotel in Mexico, but. Everybody thinks they know how to play, and once I started playing, I fell in love with it. I got hooked. I could, you know, it, it is truly, it's a drug. And the question is, how do you get people exposed to it? And you know, the first step is you have to have a place for them to participate. And we are lucky because in Colorado we have a, a number of places where they can get involved in this sport. And, and if you're in a, living in a community, you know, I don't know, I know Kansas City has a healthy scene. Um, Albuquerque has a pretty good scene, but there's some cities in this country where they don't have a rec district or a, a, a volleyball junkie that is out there in the trenches doing it just because they love the game. And so you have to have a place to play, and then you got to one-by-one turn people onto it. And I compare it to golf a lot because I believe volleyball and golf, you go, what do they have in common? What they have in common is every time you step up to swing at that ball, you can be a hero or a goat. You get... You can have the best drive in the world, ton of immediate gratification, or you can totally whiff it. And in volleyball, you get all this immediate gratification. You're continually getting stimulation and, and the ability to be a, a rock star at whatever level. 
and other sports don't offer that. You've got to share the ball with the whole world in football and in basketball and in soccer, and you rarely get to be a hero. And every time the ball comes over the net in this sport, you get to be a hero, and it's, it's addictive. And so it's, it was just a case of selling that to people for 20 years in our community. And once they're hooked, man, you've got them. If I can get somebody at 23, I've got them for 30 years. Yeah, there's no question. Kids and they'll go have kids and they'll come back. And you guys, you're in California. You live it. You know the guys down there on, on Marine. That you know, they're out there four days a week. They can't, they can't give it up. 16th Street. They've been there for well, 35 years. Yeah, there's no question about it. I think Tom makes a great point. And, and Tom, you know, we, we we see people that play other sports professionally that come out and absolutely fall in love with the sport. Will that's Chamberlain. what's always baffled me in terms of you know uh, nationwide. Brent I mean, because when people play it, Richard they Rambis. Yeah, they all love it. Luke, Rambis, 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 Rambis they all play it. Yeah. I mean, people well, and, love playing volleyball. They fall in love with it. And you, the other amazing thing about this, and Rambis is a good example, cause, because Kirk got involved with it, he passed it on to his kid. Um, some of the best players in Colorado are players whose parents passed and gave them the gift of volleyball. And what an amazing gift. I mean, you get to play this sport with girls. You get to play it on beaches. Um, you can play it with your you know, indoor sixes with your with your bros and and go for beers after. It's just this amazing social world that other sports don't have. Softball, it's just your team. It's just those eleven guys. That's it. Never more. Never less. And the other guys are the enemy. And in this sport, the other guy was your partner last year, and you were best man in his wedding. Yeah. Hey Tom, what has women's collegiate growth meant for your business? We've seen an incredible explosion of the collegiate game participation numbers championships and everything on the women's side, what has that done for your business after these kids come out of college? It is, it is done very little yet to date. Um, however, Kevin and I, did, we did talk off here earlier that it, it has seemed that there's this black hole that women volleyball players disappear into after they graduate college. They never touch a ball again. And whether that's because they're so burnt out and beat up because of years of high school club and college drills, or I, I don't know what it is, but you would think there would be just tens of thousands of girls playing grass twos and sand twos and indoor sixes leagues, and USAV would be just blowing out the seams with membership in, in that particular demographic, and it has not been the case. However, we have seen in the last, and I, just, I think to answer your question, the exposure, I'm seeing kids in high school and junior high now try it. I'm seeing coaches in our community that used to poo-poo beach all of a sudden they're accepting it. They're letting their kids play doubles tournaments in the summer where they used to tell them not to because, heaven forbid, you ruin a 14-year-old's timing. Um, it, it was just ridiculous the reasons coaches would tell kids not to play doubles. And yeah, I, I, I thought the crazy. whole timing thing was the fun, one of the funniest things uh, ever to be said. But those those people drive me crazy. Find an indoor coach. And don't yeah. you want your kids to like the sports? It's literally you don't want them the to hate dumbest. The sports. Yeah. No, they're going pro. They're going pro, man. You're going pro. Don't ruin, don't ruin yep. your timing. <laughs> so it's seconds to get so back. So seen it. It's starting to grow. You know, we're starting to see more and more. We're seeing more women get out of college and get involved in the beach game, get involved in the doubles game. And again, they have a place to do that in Denver. It's they don't have to break into a tribe on a beach in you know in California. They can just come to drop in and jump on a court. Um, yeah, do you have any sort of tribal atmosphere when it comes to your participation in your facilities? Do, do they develop cliques, or have you found it to be more of an open atmosphere? I would argue that what's happened as a result of our facilities is that any cliques that did exist 
in the late 90s in the in the Colorado scene have been blown apart and it's become a community and we'll have a top division for example play at six o'clock on a Thursday night and they're followed by the D3 players and at nine o'clock they're all sitting in the bar drinking beers together and off the court they're just people and off the court they're people with jobs and stories and lives and interesting things to talk about and as you start to get rid of the I'm an open player and you're a B player and you get down to, hey, we're both in the same profession or we grew up in the, you know, you, you know, people find things in common. And next thing you know, I've got a bunch of B, double B players over at the open courts cheering on their friends instead of cheering on the open players for a couple of minutes that they have no connection to. So it's a pretty amazing community out here. And I mean, and you see it when, when there's a tragedy within our community, which which happens in all communities, you see them come together and, and you see the smiles and the vibes after, well, you mentioned the Steamboat event. We have 500-plus teams going to Steamboat, Colorado this weekend to play four days of volleyball. Um, next week in, in the bars in Denver, in our two volleyball bars, everybody's telling stories about Steamboat and yeah. how much fun Tom, they had. We'll get to your south-of-the-border volleyball vacations in a minute and the the big trip that people can take if they want to go to Vallarta or to Cabo or Xtapa or last year Nassau and, and those those types of things, which is a, a huge commitment for for people that want to perhaps go to a destination like a snowmass, a steamboat, a Breckenridge, uh, that that want to take a trip in the summer and participate in volleyball. What can they expect when they show up to one of your events? What's the vibe like at one of these mountain events? Because this is a, a fun thing to be a part of in a place you wouldn't normally necessarily go in the summertime. Yeah, I um, I call them full Monty events because you're kind of in with it's the you're you're all in. And the Denver players, they load up naked. their cars on Friday. They they drive two hours up to the mountains, and they commit to the whole weekend. And they put their car keys on the condo table, and they walk to the courts. They walk to the bars. They walk to the restaurants, and they have a blast. So uh, a typical weekend, we we try to crush them with a lot of ball during the day. Um, we And then every night, we have player parties lined up at different bars and restaurants. So it's it's a party. It's, have it's you partnered party. with and the resorts? Pardon me. Have you partnered with Have you partnered with the resorts and the cities to bring increased traffic? Because this has to be a huge boon. Yeah. Five hundred fifty teams. This is, we're talking twelve hundred, thirteen hundred people showing up for the weekend. Where do I get a Where do I get a, a, a list of the tournaments in Colorado? Um, ColoradoVolleyballTournaments.com. Okay. Okay. That's what I thought. And uh, in Colorado, we have. There's six or seven majors, so we have kind of it dwindled in the 90s, and we we really have a healthy summer scene now. That it starts out with a tournament in Denver every spring, uh, called Beach Bash Doubles, that we host. Then it rolls into the Vale tournament that Leon Fell runs. Um, from there, it rolls into the Steamboat event, 500 Colorado teams. From there, it rolls over to Snowmass. Um, then it rolls to Breckenridge, and then it finishes the summer in Aspen and Motherload. So we have just this amazing. You know, menu of events that are all in these just great mountain resorts, and I mean it's a blast. And you have every, I mean in in in, uh, in Steamboat, we float down the Yampa River on intertudes drinking beers after games. We you go mountain biking. They have alpine slides. You know, there's a ton of other activities to do. There you go. Before, during, and after. So it's a full weekend. We have people that come up a day early so they can get in a round of golf. Um, it, it volleyball is just part of the weekend. It's it's an event. There you go. That's what I want to know. People can expect to do other things. Do you play your big state championship or your adult championship in the middle of the season, or is that at the end? We don't. 
we don't really have a championship. Um, yeah, there you go, Kevin. We, oh. Yeah, shut up, Kevin. <laughs> That's from a discussion earlier, yeah. Tom, about the World him, Championships Tom. of Beach Volleyball happening in the middle of the year. Just wondered, <laughs> wondered is, why that was. We uh, we run – each tournament has its own. So we don't have a Grand Prix. We don't have a, a season finale here, really. Um, that may evolve at some point in the future. I mean, we, we do run a Winter Beach series that has that. So we run a seven-stop King of the Beach you know, Grand Prix every winter, one a month. Right. That culminates with an invitational event um, every April, and and a check oh, so for fifteen hundred bucks. Yeah. Okay, so, you so in the winter we run a king. Yeah. But in the summer, and not everybody can make every tournament, you know. So people have weddings. Summers are busy. You know, people move to Colorado because they can mountain bike and fish and hike and do fourteeners and white rudder raft and kayak, and it's it's a very active community here. And so we lose people to other sports. You know, they don't do all of the events. You're listening to Net Live. We're talking to Tom Davenport, a volleyball entrepreneur. Is probably the best way to describe him, running a whole variety of different things. And, Tom, I want to talk about your south-of-the-border volleyball vacations, an idea that's about 20 years old now. And you that, said it came from people you were working with in the area that they wanted to go on vacation. How did you go about putting together the first trip, and how has the business model evolved over the 20 years? You know, we um, it, and you're correct. It was it was literally four guys that that played in our leagues that had gone down to Cancun with a net uh, the, the previous winter, and they got bored playing with the same four guys all week, and convinced us to organize a bigger group. And what started with 30 that first year has turned into we'll have oh gosh about 400 people travel with us this winter from all over the U.S., Canada, Europe. Um, we've had guys from Argentina come on the trip. You know, so it's I wouldn't call it truly international but we have a smattering of people from really all over the world on this um it in the early years uh, you know i uh i know skeeter's still on the line yes sir skeeter you know and your mom it's your mom's i turned 50 last week buddy 50 god you're a young 50 tom so when i was doing this at age 30 it wasn't so much about the money it was about going to mexico <laughs> getting a free trip yeah. and having a lot of fun and somewhere around Probably when I got engaged to be married, and my wife told me if we weren't making money, it's called charity work. <laughs> um, point. I think that's when we started trying to 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 change the model a little bit, and um, um, and it, it's evolved nicely. I mean, we have, but you, you got to build your product first. You know, people don't want to buy your product. You got to you got to you got to create your reputation. And we've got a good reputation now, and people are willing to pay for what we provide, and we do a damn good job. You know, uh, Tom, someone on our uh, Texas troll, we call him on the uh, chat room, I, I think he has a great thing. He says, uh, you give a discount on your trips for the Northridge alum, but for uh, for Pepperdine alum, you, you charge double. Is that true? <laughs> <laughs> so, Kevin, you know, it's... We always have a staff meeting when there's a Pepperdine alum that wants to go on the trip yeah. and decide whether it's, you know, it's blood money. Is it really worth it? Yeah, is it really worth, is it really worth, is it really worth cheating? Blood money. Oh, my goodness. Oh, Kevin. Tom, for vacations in particular, where should people go if they want to get more information, perhaps go on a trip with you this year? And where are your trips? I know you mentioned uh, the three of them, but give people the list right off here. Yeah, we're doing three. The, the, the bread and butter trip is Ixtapa, Mexico. It's the third week of January. Uh, it'll be our 21st year at the same hotel, same beach. We set up 25 to 30 nets on three-quarter mile of beach um, in Ixtapa, Zihuatanejo. And that trip, we cap at 192 participants. So it's 200 
people, half girls, half boys on the beach. It's uh, Our trips are usually half couples, half singles, so if you're single, there's that scene for you. If you're a couple, you're not going to feel like you're at a, at a, you know, at a, at a hedonism or something like that. It's, it's a, you know, it's, there's a, yeah, there's a, there's a good, it's a good cross section. It's a demographically or, or we've got people, we don't have a lot of people in their twenties cause you don't have the time and money really to do this yet. Um, so it tends to be a 30 to 55 year old kind of crew of people that are just solid players. Um, we added a Puerto Vallarta trip five years ago that is the week right after Thanksgiving. Um, that is our kind of VIP trip. We only take 90 guests and six pros on that, so it's smaller, and it's at a five-star, just off-the-hook um, hard rock hotel in Puerto Vallarta. Um, it's, and it's just an amazing week. The, the, the food and beverage is off the hook. The lodging is – the rooms are off the hook. The hotel, the property, the whole nine yards. And – it's a lot of volleyball because um, it's a smaller group. And then the new one we're adding is Cabo San Lucas, and that one will come off next April. And we we tried the Caribbean last year, had 60 people go to Nassau, and it was a good trip. But the feedback from the players was, yeah, we'll do it every three years, but not every year. And so uh, so we're going to switch over and give Cabo a try, and we think we've got the right property and the right beach there and anticipate being there for a lot of years to come. So we've got a a nice trifecta. Um, actually, Crystal Engel did the trifecta last year. She did all three of our our events as a pro. Um, so she got a special T-shirt for that. Very cool. Very nice. Very cool. Well, um, Tom Davenport, thanks so much for spending some time with us, and we appreciate getting all the information on that, at least a, an overview of what you do. I know we can't dig into it all. We have to spend a couple of hours with you. But we definitely like to get an update from you and, and let let everyone know how the trips went. And perhaps some of our listeners will get a chance to get out there and uh, go to Vallarta or Cabo or Ixtapa. I will. I will. Uh, I will keep you in the loop, and I'll also shoot you some results from some of the events that are happening in Colorado. So awesome. there, there are some familiar names. You know, Dave Smith's back here now. Uh, Vince Robin is back here. Skylar Del Sol, Angela Knopf lives here. So you know, we have a, a a good little core group of players on the top end that have AVP resumes um, that are that are challenging the best in our community, which is which is good. We've got a say good pipeline. Say hi to those people for me. Love Angela and uh, Vinny the Hat, of course, and uh, Dave Smith. Dave Smith's a <laughs> long-time volleyball player. Long yeah, he's still gaming. Time. He, doesn't, he doesn't age. He, I think he, no. he's in hair dye. It's amazing. Long time. Awesome. Tom Davenport, thank you. Appreciate it, guys. Later, Tom. All right. Cheers. Tom Davenport checking out Volleyball the Rockies. Go out there and check out his uh, his vacation packages. Good stuff there. I just wonder if uh, Extapa... Will Andy Dufresne be there? Will he be playing? Nice. Andy Say what, Daniel? How long had he been holding on to that one? Uh, a little bit. I wrote it down. <laughs> I like a couple of his quotes there. The drug of volleyball. That's a good one. And also the gift of volleyball. Mm-hmm. So not only are you giving someone a gift, but you're also giving them an addiction. Is that a good thing? It can be. Sure. Better to be addicted to playing beach volleyball than other things. Kevin. Kevin. Is this the part where everybody has to drink? Because I bring out motocross. Yeah. <laughs> well, Northridge. Yeah, is, isn't that a drug? North, I, it is. Northridge has already been brought up. People have been drinking. I would sure. still play volleyball if I could, but I oh, every time oh. I step out there, it's it's like uh, I don't know. It's like being in a cage. That's why sitting volleyball, we're going to be awesome. We are going to be awesome. You better wear some padded pants, though, buddy. Padded pants. Flip That's that the key. Back. I'm gonna be able to flick that. Red Did you hear the too. episode when I asked like what muscles do I need to work out to be good at sitting volleyball? And Dustin, <gasps> Dustin Aval, 
immediately immediately answered the question. Like a real, he answered it for real. Oh, like he, he answered he it. Yeah, it wasn't the it wasn't uh, FCC approved oh. for radio. Oh, can we clip that off? I'm I'm going to get it. I have yeah, it. Next time what happened? Dustin, to, what, what happened to little Dustin? Here's what's happened. He got a job. Here's what's happened since I've been gone. Yeah. A Dustin got a job. He quit playing our on our softball team. B he fell off the face of the earth. B Geeter came back to the show. C Reed now hates us because he's not on the intro anymore. Uh huh. And there was one other thing I had too that had happened since I was gone. Your your role has increased. Well, my role has increased. <laughs> you're forever. you're in the new ad. That's, that's the new else. ad. I've been on the show for like three and a half years, and finally I'm going to be in the ad. I tell people, oh yeah, I'm on the net live. They're like, well, how come I don't see you in the ad? <laughs> oh, was Dan Madden, that was in the ad. No, no, you we, we took you, Dan Madden out. You I and Reed, who aren't on the show else. anymore, are in the ad. Let me see it. It's in Volleyball Magazine. Oh, the new ad. The I new ad. I'll yet. find it. I haven't seen it. Yet. I'll find it. I'll show it to you. Who's in the new ad? Uh, me, Reed, Jeremy. <laughs> Your name's still there. <laughs> if I if I'm telling you right now, if my photo is not in there, I will never come to another. First show. of all, that's a lie. that is the truth. That's we're a gonna, lie. We're gonna come that back. You Let, will come back. Look it up. I promise I won't come back. No. We'll be, Actually, Kevin knows I won't come back. We'll be Bro, right back here on the net live. I've been on the show Chris for three years, and my name hasn't the been on. Picture better be in there. We haven't had Gard Hoff, get it. I need to see it somewhere online. Send it over, buddy. Um, I'm working on it. Before we go to break, can I explain the music that I'm going to play next? Yeah. Just a little pub myself. Please, because then I'll have some clue. Um, I have a production team called The Suicide Doors. We executive produced an EP for an artist called Chris Shaw, which means we oversaw the whole project, but we also produced some of the music from the EP as well, and I'm going to give you guys a little sample. Very cool. How about them? Oh, that's uh, good. How about that? Are, that's what I've been doing, Chris. Are we giving a shout-out to uh, oh, yeah. Canada? On. Yes. Oh, Canada. For qualifying. Rich Harris, the indoor team did something big for World League. Why did you not talk about that, Kevin? Yeah, Kevin. Men's World League national team. We're going to talk about it when we get back. Oh, okay. Take a quick break. We'll be right back. Stop yelling at us. The Net Live on a Monday. That's the new Net Live logo. I haven't seen it yet. Let me see this. Thing. We'll be back.
Nice. Is yeah. Gardhoff on the uh, chat room? Do you see his name? Uh, on he might be working right now. Matt Gardhoff is going to be featured in the upcoming issue of Volleyball Magazine. He's dead to me, though. He's not dead to you. I Why saw that because I saw the new uh, thing that he made. I saw the email. The new ad. It says McGee out. I mean, Aval's got a picture in there. He did nine shows. Yeah, but he was here consistently. I did two and a half years free. <laughs> no. No. You paid to be on for two and a half years. <laughs> you go per show. <laughs> so Gardhoff's dead to me. $475 in parking tickets in traffic but, uh, school for Mr. McGee. Talented guy, but dead to me. If it wasn't for this show, yeah. you would not have the Lakers job. <laughs> <laughs> and Gardhoff is here, and he hears you, he hates you. That's what he just wrote on the message board. That's Actually, he did not write that. I'm I like saying this. This is a good feud. I can't see the message board, but you, you, you <laughs> tell him he's dead to me, dude. He is not dead. Look, we got a picture of the family in here. We have the he, By the way, he's got... You want to know who's on that? Did you see page two? Did you, page do you want to know who's on that? On what? On, on the new ad? Don't. Why don't you give the names of the faces on that ad? Dustin Avall's in there. Uh-huh. Oh, Jay Hosick. Yeah. Mike Sonheimer. Is this the part where we have to address you, that? Reed. Yeah. And Jeremy. Yeah, Jeremy. finally. Interesting. Bro, Just I've been on the show for nine years, and I'm finally on there. show's been on the air five. Jeremy's been on nine. Yeah. <laughs> Originator of the program. Jeez. What's the guy got to do? I only carry the show now. Carry it. Uh... Ladies and gentlemen, sorry for getting a big boy job. <laughs> Don't be sorry. Don't be angry. This, uh, I love that the collage be, that's on here has we, the little fat Jeremy's in it. Nice. When we, when we sign off, <laughs> little fat Jeremy's. Make fat. sure I get to say my goodbyes and my thank yous. <laughs> yeah. Great fans. I will not be returning. Where's our Where's our award, Kevin? How come some of the Dundee is downstairs? It's right there. I will not be returning. It's in a glass case. Yeah. Glass case of emotion, which is where Geeter is currently. Can I tell you? I'm all good, actually. Friday night, I had my first show as the Suicide Doors. We performed. It's a DJ set with a conga drummer. Is that where uh, Cam, Cam Green Cam yeah. Assistant coach for USC. Uh-huh. Subbed in. Cam's Th- always had some skills on the drum. Dominated them. Yeah, that's amazing. Dominated. I have my first VH1 behind the music story. It yeah. consists of... Blow. Having to buy a table oh. from Home Depot, uh-huh. a fitted bed sheet, mm-hmm. and a torn ACL. Yep, that's what happened. Friday night. Someone tore their ACL at your show? Not at my show, oh. but Tim, who is my partner in the Suicide Doors, yeah. has a torn ACL and okay. still performed. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yep. That's impressive. Yep. It's called playing hurt. Yeah. Is he a hockey player? No. That's hockey player material right there. That's not baseball. Basketball. I got a blister. I can't DJ. Whoa. What are we doing for the last 26 minutes? Do you have like a 26 highlight? minutes. It's, oh, it's 11.04. I know, but I got to leave at 11.30. Oh. I told Kevin that on me. Yeah, well, thanks for showing up. Show will end. And you, uh, we still have a thing. Is there like, like a best of? And you wonder any, why. Is there a best best of for my sign-off show? Or why? What, what are we doing? <laughs> you're not in the <laughs> You want to talk about my greatest moments? <laughs> oh, bro, i got to leave early. And you wonder why you're not in the intro. Chris McGee's greatest <laughs> moments on this program. <laughs> yeah. You know what we got to do? we got to go Hold back on. to the archive when you used to call I in. I promise you, the 11 people on that chat room would like it. Wait. There's no better angle, for sure, uh, than the one from behind. Hold on. It's not kittens and candles all the time, guys. We're into that because we're horny for volleyball. There you go. Thanks for Actually, coming out, Chris. Morning, huh? again today. Thanks for coming out, Chris. In-studio audience is so pleased. They're carrying you out the door right now. Grab the Dundee on your way out downstairs. Ooh, can I have that? That'll be my last <laughs> little thing. Your remembrance of the net live. FIVB World League has been happening. The United States traveled to Poland this past weekend. A lot going on in Poland. 
but played in Poland, lost 3-2, lost 3-1. Mm-hmm. This has set up, so they're out. Uh, they're not Basically. out yet. They're not out yet. If you look at the standings in Pool A, Brazil now has 19 points, and Brazil and the United States will be facing off this weekend. France, who has had a resurgence, you would have thought France was out of it, but France is actually done. They have 15 points. So France probably not going to figure in the final standings for the second place to advance to the finals. Top two teams advance. Bulgaria, Poland, Brazil, and the United States are going to play this weekend. Those are the only matches that remain on the schedule. USA and Brazil, Poland in Bulgaria. So as it is now, Brazil with 19 points looks pretty well assured of making the final. France will fall. They're at 15 points. You have 14 and 13 points respectively for Bulgaria and Poland and the United States with 12. So it's those three teams now. All of a sudden, Poland right back in it. Right back in it with 13 points could qualify for the final round. I would not have said that that would be the case just a few weeks ago when Poland started 0-4. But Poland has come back on a hot streak. They have won four. They are now 4-4. Four and four. Bulgaria 5-3, and three, United States 4-4. Four and four. What's next after uh, Poland, Kevin? Brazil. The United States will play in Brazil this coming weekend. So I don't know about the United States' chances here. They're going to play Brazil in Brazil, which is always tough. Even though France went down there and took some points away. We'll see if the United States can do the same. I would be surprised, and I would have said this at the beginning of the tournament, may have said this at the beginning of the tournament, I would be surprised to see the United States men make the final round of World League. Given the age of the players, given the experience of the players, given the way I know John Spraw is approaching these first couple of years, trying people out, trying to learn about people, not always about wins. I will be doing the matches tomorrow morning, 6 a.m. in the studio, so they will be on Universal Sports this week. Cool. Going into uh, Echo? Yep, and then I'll be doing I'll be doing play-by-play next week. Yeah, with I think Reed Pretty as color. Oh, nice! So he'll show up for that. He gets paid. So yeah. Boom! Show up for that. We'll That'd see. We'll see. We'll see that when they tell him at six a.m. He <laughs> might not show up. Wait a second. Because he's got to be from Huntington to the Valley by six. Yeah. Start at six. So that's gonna be a little. I like brutal. that team. And then Marlowe is gonna come in for the finals. Fly him in for the big ones. Yeah, they wouldn't let me do play-by-play. Who wouldn't? NBCSN. Really? Yeah. I don't know how they're even listening. They don't realize they do play-by-play. Yeah. Hello. They're afraid to let anybody. They wanted to bring Marlo in. and Sunderland do anything with volleyball in it. I'm no. just telling you right now. It, they, it's amazing. They guys will be bring 80, in. and they'll still be doing They tried to bring in two guys who have never done play-by-play on volleyball before. No, they did not. Yeah. Who? Or, or maybe did them ages ago. Who? Uh, I have to look up in the email who they were. Guys, just NBC guys. It's their guys. It really has nothing to do yeah, with their guys. Has nothing to do with the sport. It has they to do with their guys. To do because they're paid. Right. Exactly. So anyway, that's what will happen. Marlo and I will be doing the finals. Reed and I will be doing the weekend from Brazil, and Sunderland and I will be doing Poland tomorrow morning. That's your update on the World League. Short as that may be, although Canada, I'll let you know that Canada has qualified out of Pool C. Good result for the Canadians and. Really, what should make uh, North Sig is a lot more interesting. Canada playing well. Canada, 23 points. They win Pool C by one point over the Netherlands. They went 8-2, and two, did the Canucks. Impressive. So they will get some good matches here in the finals. And looking at Pool B, 
of the FIVB Men's World League. Two teams coming out of there. It will be Italy and Russia. 19 points apiece. Serbia finished third with 16. Germany with 14. Iran with 12. And who's the sixth place team in that pool, do you think? Went one and nine. Whoa! Cuba. What happened to Cuba, dude? What happened to Cuba? Well, rumor has it their best player is in jail. Other players have defected. Cuba continues to be the most dysfunctional group. And really, it's a shame to watch what once was a great volleyball country, both men's and women's. If you guys remember Cuba back in basically the 80s and 90s, all of it, all the way through 2000, they were awesome. No, they were the guys. They were so good. And now a shell of their former selves, one and nine in this year's World League, which means they will have to try and qualify for next year. They will not be automatically in. They will have to try and qualify. They are relegated. Not a good situation. Andrei Anastasi still coaching Poland. And Poland finally performing as I think a lot of us thought Poland would when this year started. There's your update. Pretty solid update. Watch it this week. Tune in. I don't think I get that channel. Check it out. Yeah, Universal Sports is a tough one to get. NBCSN, you probably have that one. I was just happy that volleyball was on, what was it, yesterday when I was flipping through the channels? On NBC. Big NBC. Big NBC. Big NBC. Love it. Like people I knew that don't even know volleyball that much were calling me saying it's on. Yeah, because they were surprised. Because if it's on NBC, people come across it. Nobody clicks through Universal Sports. Did you guys see people the... click through NBC or ESPN one or two? Yeah, just to see what's on. That happens when you go to ESPN U. It doesn't happen. ESPN two, it happens. People yeah. find it. People get interested. That's how you gain fans. Yeah. If you're way out in the, the end of the spectrum, channel six hundred, not happening. Well, and this is the time of year to do it too, because there's not all you have is baseball really at this point. And I can only yeah, there's do, nothing I can only do happening. so much baseball currently. There's nothing happening. Once the NBA Finals are over, it's pretty much a sports wasteland until minicamp starts for football. I was looking again at this uh, collage that Gardhoff did that had uh, Kobe Kaiman on there that Gator wants me to send to him. I forgot Reed standing in the drop-top Bentley. <laughs> Pretty funny. <laughs> There's some funny. I don't remember what I don't remember what we talked about during that show. The fact I think Reed was here and we asked him if the Ferrari was parked out front oh, gotcha. or if he put it in the garage. Gotcha. That's funny. <clears throat> the women's team will debut this week. If you are in the Southern California area, you need to get out and go see one of these matches. The Remax Center, beautiful facility on the campus of UC San Diego down there near La Jolla. Wednesday, July tenth, that's this Wednesday, seven PM. Go out and see it. Long Beach State Walter Pyramid, July 12th. That's Friday night, 7 p.m. And then Saturday night, July 13th, 7 p.m. That'll be Jay Sarah High School in San Juan Capistrano. Go and check those matches out, please. Support the women's team. First opportunity to see a Karch-coached women's national team When's against the one Japan. in Long Beach? Long Beach will be Friday night. This Friday. This Friday. Hmm. You busy? Uh, I'm not sure, to be honest with you. All right. Well, if not, I might uh, net live road trip. Maybe. Interesting. If you don't live in the Southern California area, good news. USA Volleyball, finally, in a feat of technical prowess, <laughs> has decided to live stream the Women's National Do Team. Do you take full responsibility for this? 
No. Okay. Just curious. No, I take no responsibility for this. I, I, I just a, I'm just a complainer. I'm just in the air chirping. I, I give Karch responsibility for this. Credit. Credit. Correct. For allowing it to happen, because Hugh McCutcheon and I, we had him on here, yeah. and I've said it before to Hugh, I disagree with your policy of not streaming matches. I disagree. And did he say, I don't care what he say? What you think, Kevin? He doesn't want other teams being able to scout his team. Yeah, but they're going to be able to with scout with the amount of yeah. yeah, exactly. And I said to the organization, I said, look, I don't care what the coach says. If I'm USA Volleyball, and the coach says I don't want to stream the matches, you say that's why you're the coach. Should the Dallas Cowboys say, please don't put us on TV so everyone can scout us? Well, okay, come on. What if uh, awesome? What if the coach of the Cowboys says, well, I don't really want to uh, live stream this piece of video. I want to have a press conference after practice. And Jerry Jones wants to have a press conference after practice. What do you think is going to happen? Dude, I mean, seriously. I mean, that's you're having I'm a shocked. Press I'm shocked. Hugh McCutcheon says, I don't want to have these live streams. But they're going to see Doug them. Doug Beal should say, but they're going to see them Hugh, all the time. that's nice. Pretend the cameras aren't there. But they're, but they're going to see them anyway. They're going to be able to see them live. I agree. I get it as a coach. I get it as a, from a coach's perspective. I, get, I understand that. Like, you think, like, oh, it's a competitive advantage. But in today's day and age, it's not anymore. That was back in 87, maybe. Yeah. Uh, so the stats that Reed sent over those are pretty. Yeah, one second. All these matches will be live streamed. Check them out. USAVolleyball.org will have the information, or it, it's really if you click on USAVolleyball.org, which used to be their site, they will you will be taken to the new site. There will be information on there when you can click. You can also interact with the announcer Mark Schuerman, who'll be doing play-by-play and I believe color. It sounds like he's a one-man shop on Twitter. So a fun opportunity to see the event, to interact with the guy who's doing the announcing. It should be a fun one. Three nights of great volleyball. And okay. to answer Garhop's I'm question, good. I don't think we're broadcasting from the pyramid on Friday, but we might be there. We have somebody who was kind of reaching out about that. We'll see if that comes together, but it's possible. We've broadcast from there before. The internet was not functional. We need our own. We need a hard box. line. Yeah. We just need a hard line. Yeah. And a four, well, we need a 4G card, so that's, that's in the work. Matt, I, def- I absolutely won't since this is my last show, and that's partly because of you. <laughs> Look, these Peter. are some interesting stats. Okay. Reed Pretty contributed to the show today. He did? Have at it. He sent an email. That was, I saw an email earlier. That was, that was the contribution. 2,200. This is from Darren Ravel on ESPN via ESPN Mag. On an average. $2,266 parents say they spent on their kids' sports participation in last year. Those kids aren't playing club volleyball. Yeah, club volleyball is down <laughs> 13 to 18. Uh, 27% of the parents surveyed who say they would drink alcohol if it were served at their kids' youth games. Now, so in California, that's 80%. That yeah. sure American Sports you? Center serves Blue Moon, so I have to think I would actually indulge if I was a parent. I'm just kidding. But, uh, yeah, I remember you last year. Parent, they gave, I, I know, but not with my kid playing. Uh, I, last year I saw ki- uh, parents guzzling all the time. Uh, that that's definitely guzzling's a, one thing. Partaking is a yeah. They weren't guzzling. I'm just saying. Yeah, they were, slamming they were cups upside down, down. But, stacking but, them. But the they thing were, is, here's the guzzling. thing: when you have booze, you look over there's parents. There's a stack of cups twenty feet high. Here's the problem with booze around kids' sports. <laughs> parents drink a little more than they should. They can't just enjoy a beer. Like the three of us could sit and, and have our kids' game. We could have a beer and we could be fine. But there's a lot of people that can't. They get heated. They pop off. Like you, you, know, you say one thing to a ref, it could get out of hand, especially in a closed environment like beach, like uh, indoor volleyball, where you're in a, a facility like that. I, I do not think it's a good idea. Speaking that's of, just my opinion, and this is coming from a guy who loves loves a beer. And speaking of referees, did you hear about the, the one soccer ref from Brazil? Yeah, he got beheaded actually. Because he, he stabbed, stabbed the, the player. He Jeez. killed the player. Yeah, he killed the player. I don't, did he kill the player? I yeah, he, he died on the way to the hospital. Yeah. Oh, my God. Stabbed a guy. 
They, they, and then they beheaded him. They, yeah, Literally. quartered him. Yeah, put his head on a stick. Yeah, after they in stoned, the middle of the after field. they stoned him, by the way, stoned him, tore him apart, put his head on a stick. In the Why? Field. <clears throat> by the way, Sao Paulo hosted the Olympics or Rio. Sorry. Good times. Why did the ref have a knife on him? Because That's it's another, dangerous being a ref. Yeah, dangerous. Man, uh, sixty-nine. You gave me a red card, yeah, and now yeah. I'm going to stab, stab you. Jeez, sixty-nine percent of kids ages 10 to 13, believe they will be good enough to be a pro athlete. I apologize. It should be 2% believe you're going to be. Well, hold on, though. They can believe it. 2% are only going to make it. Hold on. First reaction, I agree with you. But you got to look at the kid's age. 10 to 13. 10 to 13. If it's 16 or 18-year-olds, I'm a bit more concerned. If it's 20-year-olds, I'm more concerned. 10 to 18, that's the dreamers, I'm man. Just, I'm just trying to You're be a dreamer. Every I, kid's going I'm pro. I'm just trying to be a realist. I for sure thought I was going to be in the NBA, NFL, and Major League Baseball at 10. There's no yeah, question. You I were Deion Sanders. I, there's no question in my mind. You were white Deion. So I'm trying to help <laughs> I'm trying to help those kids now. 10 to 13, be you dreamers. Tell, don't, don't let the adults no, ruin, your, ruin your Are you going to tell Millie she can't no, be a professional athlete? Not. Is that what you're trying totally to say? Kidding. She can be whatever she wants. Yeah, they were having bagels the other morning. I would just was love her to actually like a sport. That'd be really. I cool. thought she dominated her Olympic thing at like her yeah, preschool she, graduation. She, she yeah. But she then she blew it off. She's like, I'm then the top she of the mountain. A Barbie doll. Awesome. Done. All right. What's next? Twenty-eight percent parents who think there's a kid playing in their son and daughter's sport lying about age. Oh, well, it happens a lot. Danny Almond. Twenty-eight percent's a lot. That is a lot. That people believing them. Who think they're yeah. cheating? Yeah. Who a think? Lot. Uh, come on. This is baseball people or something. They're all worried about the uh, the is, Dominicans. This is more right on. 11% of the parents think their kid will be good enough to be a pro athlete. So there's that's a lot. Not, so that's not a bad number. That's not a bad number at all. It's not a bad number. I mean, obviously higher than, than will be because it's like 0.02% or something, right, that actually make it pro. Oh, yeah. It's slim to um, It's very, very yeah. nothing. But, but 11% believing that, that's okay. I, yeah, I'm, I'm okay with it. that number. Because honestly, the problem is you don't end up with pro athletes if you don't have parents who support their kid and believe they're going to be pro athletes. You wouldn't have pro athletes. Well, think yeah, about that twenty-seven percent about drinking too. I mean, that's what th- almost three out of ten. I mean, that's not that bad either. I mean, that's seven Nothing. out of ten saying no, I wouldn't. As long as they're not driving afterwards. Yeah, of course. That's a good point. Well, and then you got to imagine that'd be dual parents there and one's drinking. But then what? Who are, the, who are the parents that are lying in that? Like, no, no, I wouldn't partake. And then oh. that add another forty yeah. percent. <laughs> So now we're up to yeah. That's why I said Southern California, 80%. Yeah. Red cups in the flag football stands all the time. All the time. It's Friday night. Oh, yeah. You're My, chilling out, yeah. watching the game. Have some wine. I had a coach from the other basketball team choke me. When you were a kid at Chantilly Lake? Oh, I heard what would he you, have done? What would he have done if he was drinking? He choked you? Oh, oh yeah. Did anybody in your family beat him up? Oh, my my coach was my coach was the first one there, and mm-hmm. it was on. It was I, on. I full on. Do you remember it? Can you visually? Oh yeah, I didn't see him coming because I full on chest passed a basketball mm-hmm. into his son's face because I was not pleased with how he fouled me. Mm, so you instigated it. I don't. The think real I, truth comes out. I don't here. believe I deserve. This to is be where choked. the headline and the details are a little. Different. I don't believe I deserve to be choked by a grown ass man at the age of thirteen. No, I don't think I provoked that. Agreed. No. Were you going pro at thirteen? Yeah. No. What? Not in basketball. Okay. Too short. Wow. Yeah, choke me. What yeah, if, that's... Now, what if parents had been drinking? Somebody may have been stabbed Bad and then not. beheaded. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I didn't know you played in that Sao Paulo League. Yep. Goodness gracious. What else has been happening in the volleyball world? Who cares? Let's talk about Dwight Howard. <laughs> <laughs> Why people tuned in. Okay. Okay, Dwight Howard, I, I think I said on this program last week, and McGee, we we talk about this? 
not a franchise athlete. Did we talk about this last week? I think we did. I think we did. He's not a franchise yeah, athlete. I, I know. I, I feel he is a major piece for someone. Top because, 20 in the NBA, yes. Because franchise, of no. what he can bring to you defensively. Uh, is he the best shots, center in the game? Not offensively. But Who's better? Offensively? Just center-wise overall. Um, yeah, that's, that's Mark Gasol. Damn good question, man. There's not that many. Wasn't Mark Gasol pretty good? I'm trying to think of pure center. There's not that many pure centers. There was an argument for buying him back when he like a pair of fours, right? Yeah, I mean, you know, it's it's. uh, There aren't that many really good big men in the world. But power type centers, he's you know, you you can't you can't knock his athleticism and stuff like that. But he doesn't. He's not. His post moves are very limited. Not great hands and bad at the foul, foul line. So for him to be one A. Is real difficult because, because you can't keep one A to deliver at the end of the game. Yeah. Now James Harden can be one A, yeah. and he can deliver. And if Dwight can accept that role and and, and do what what you know, Pau Gasol's done and what Shaq and Kobe did. Mm-hmm. You know when you team up with another guy, what Wade and Bosh and LeBron, then you can win. Jordan Pippen, look, it's Jordan it, Pippen, you can win. But but Dwight is definitely. I, you know I'm not gonna sit here and say, oh my god, it's a good thing for the Lakers, like Laker fans are saying. It's not. I mean it's a it's a bad thing. But oh, in, you know, in the long run, they save some room in the cap, and, and hopefully they can lure some guys here. Uh, but it's going to take some time. Uh, so does LeBron come here next year? No. No. I mean, I wish. No. Does he go back to Cleveland? No. Nope. Does he stay in Miami? Yep. yep. Really? The I fact that they just won another championship, he stays. Where the hell is he going to go? Yeah. Um, I think. Let's just be realistic about Dwight Howard. The Lakers. Well, what the hell do we know? I mean, he could leave for yeah. sure, but I'm saying, I mean, if you ask me, I'm going to say no. Yeah, we're volleyball guys. What do we know? Yeah. The Lakers, the way they were constructed with management, coaching, and team was not the right fit for Dwight Howard's game. Yeah. They weren't shouldn't constructed. Be a, they were thrown together I'm like saying, cobbled. It shouldn't be a shock to anybody. Yeah. Shouldn't be a shock to anybody. Lakers fans, they should be more mad that they hired D'Antoni than anything else. Listen, I don't know how many NBA fans listen to our show. I mean, hopefully, most there's nobody in the chat room. Nobody in the chat room anymore. Usually, usually volleyball people love the NBA as well. Um, the, the the CBA, the new CBA, is really the downfall of the Lakers. I mean, those, those new oh, yeah. rules really constrict you. So. You know, remember their their teams were all built before that the, the new CBA. Well, yeah. they so didn't care about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. the luxury tax you pay it if you're trying to win. So now you gotta you really get scorched. So they're gonna have to learn how to retool and stuff like that. It's gonna take some time. I will welcome <clears throat> all Lakers fans to the Clippers bandwagon. I will not get mad at you. Feel free to trade yeah, in your that, jersey that's, that's and hop happen. aboard. That's gonna happen. Hop. Are you driving or are you co-pilot aboard? Those that jump um, over, I am not on the bandwagon, Kevin. I am just. All in. Those that jump over, you can have. Because they will be good. But those are the same fans that will bail on you when, oh, you, of be, course. when you become the Clippers Here's again. Here's the thing. I and think, you will become the Clippers again. I think, <laughs> I think me, that day's coming. I think it's good for L.A. How about that? Yeah, I mean, believe me, the Clippers are top four team in the NBA, 100%. And I'm going to enjoy it while it lasts. Yeah. You've got to get out of the first round. you got to learn how to do that. you got to win championships. Start winning championships. Because if you're not winning the championship, more. you're not doing a good yeah, job. Yeah, Kevin. Finally won the championship this year. Took home yeah. the flag football title. By the oh, way, you guys won that, huh? And Kevin wasn't there, remember? He wasn't well, even there. That's an asterisk, dude. That's not your <laughs> What do you mean asterisk? <laughs> you weren't at the game. Troll, Texas troll light him up. That's, come on. You weren't even at that game. No so wonder be, why they won the fight. We had to remove – we had to cut out the cancer. Because we had to remove the problem to win a championship. <laughs> if Me. you get to the championship next year, will they say, Kevin, do you mind not coming again? Because every time – I may not show up. Make me one of those shakes again. Those things were good. Speaking of – what's our sponsor's name? Biosteel, Yeah, baby. give it a little plug. Drink the pink. Yeah, he made me one. I was drinking the pink on my uh, two-and-a-half-week vacation. You were awesome. gone for a long time. I was gone for a long time. Did you go and back I, to Chantilly Falls? I did not. I oh. went to Vegas, oh. Indiana, North Carolina. And I was going to complain on today's show. And by show. the way, congrats on being engaged. <laughs> you didn't ask for her hand in marriage in Indiana with her family? 
Jeremy. 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 I was going to complain today. She's the best. You know, I oh, saw her dated before that. She <laughs> was a disaster, jealous and all up on you and not that nice. And then you found Sugar Ray. Not She's the nice. greatest lady ever. Your I girlfriend agree. before Sugar Ray was, I don't even know what uh, she was. Was she a girlfriend? Did we even go I that far? No, I don't I yeah. didn't like her. I didn't like her at all. Stalker more of a... Yeah. yeah. Oh, what she was. I wasn't going to complain about my travel. Did you find a boiled rabbit? No. Okay. I was going to complain about my travel because I missed two full days. A vacation because of flight issues. Oh, dude, flight. But then after today's yeah, flight issue, man, I have no complaints. It took me... I was at Today or yesterday? Yesterday, sorry. Saturday or whatever? Saturday. Yeah. When I went to that Nash event, it, I left on a Monday morning. I got to the LAX at 9.30. Eight-hour delay in LA. Got oh. on the plane, on the plane. Finally got to New York at 1.30 in the morning. I, I was like... Yeah, that was me going this to Louisville. Joke, Same deal. United Airlines, and then they sent you an email. That hey, was my. That was my, how was your that was my uh, airline too? How was your flight? I wrote the guy back. You really want to know? It was awful. Oh, I did. I did text the middle finger. Yeah, <laughs> I was very nice in the way I worded it, but I let them know. Yeah. That Jeremy was not pleased. Jeremy was it? You United? called yourself Jeremy. Was United. United is the worst airline. Bottom line, I'm never flying United if I can avoid it again. Is it because who did they partner with? They just is it was it U.S. Airways? Continental. Continental, USA Airways is America. I feel like they're still working it all out. Oh, yeah. They actually said, I talked to one United Airlines employee. They said that they went to Continental's system Which is, and went backwards. Yeah. It's an older system and it doesn't work as Not well. Good. And, dude, United is terrible. Don't fly them. They're up there with Smoothie King. They suck. I saw, what airport was in? I saw another Smoothie, smoothie place. Wait, you you missed the whole Smoothie King section of yeah. the show, which was like <laughs> weeks and weeks in the making. Yeah. Here's my comparison, uh-huh. okay? Smoothie King. Mm-hmm. Used to be big in like Brentwood and stuff. Whatever. This happened. is an ice cream store that has a blender. Uh-huh. They call themselves a smoothie shop. This is like McDonald's. Because they serve salads, they are a salad joint. So Smoothie King's not smoothies. Smoothie King, you may as they well take some, smoothie. some yeah, gummy bears smooth. and some ice cream. Oh, no, it's that kind of smoothie? Throw it in with a piece it's of fruit. A, it's not good for you. It's not good for you. It's sugar. It's a milkshake. And, and, and it's not good. Is there one around here or something? And I don't even know. No, it's on, on, you know, on the road you yeah, find them. You're like... You, know, you go to the Midwest. What do you think and they don't Jamba have... Juice is? Jamba That's Juice is way better. Too. Way better. It's still all sugar, but it's way better. No. Well, at least it's fruit sugar. It's not sucrose. Correct. There is a difference. We're oh, talking about, like, yeah. if you put a banana and a no, strawberry I gotcha, and a... I gotcha, you know, I, I eat the protein berry workout at Jamba Juice. That's my jam. That's all I have. That was, That's, that uh, all, I do the all Bananas. I go a little whole Strawberry, fruit. blueberries. So you get sugar in the fruit. Almond milk and protein Almond powder. milk, banana. You can't go wrong with that. A little scoop of peanut butter blueberry. Right. I mean, call it yogurt. Can yogurt Reed hook me up with some Sambazon stuff? Because I frequent that, and I saw Sambazon. that he just like stocked up in his mini fridge that uh, the Jeremy needs some. I'll talk to him. I'll send, yeah, you need to I'll talk to him, him directly. He may not like me right now because he's not on the intro, but we'll see what happens. So tell, I'm at, tell him, tell oh, him you, you have found a path for him back you. into the intro. Reed and I will have an email to just each other, and there will be <laughs> I can't some, wait. There will be some changes on this show. Um, on my eight-week vacation. just a two-minute eight, show, and it's you two. So on my eight-week eight vacation, when I was in Vegas, I saw Reed. When I'd hung out with the Reed and... Did you just plan it? Or just he just happened to be... And the Russian. And the Russian. What was his Volkov. name? Volkov. 7-2. So there's seven two, and he wears like bright pink and stuff. Seven two, read six four. What was Five, and yeah. what's his and hair then, like? And then I'll the Jeremy. I just told people I was their agent. And where was his hair going? Where, where was the seven two Russians hair looking like? Because talk about the hair in that group. You was kind of had, a mohawk deal. Uh, Reed really bald. What the seven two guy wear? Toupe? I don't remember. No, no. He his his lid was fine. It's just he has that. New kids on the block beard where it's like oh, it's not like loving? it's just thin, not like, super thin, but like definitely like, well like D in a box. 
Yes. Type yeah. It was awesome. God, yeah. But he was him. he was great. And by the way, you I know, if I'm seven two, I'm rolling that too. Here's his problem. I was talking to Reed about about him, and he said that his problem is that he walks around, and people constantly stop him in Russia because he's Con- famous. Here, but here in Vegas, he constantly gets stopped because he's really, they really tall. Ask, happened the whole player. the whole time we're there. We're like, bro, how tall yeah. are you? Guy goes, I want to bet. He goes, I'm seven two. Reed had to tell him to say you're seven feet two, because whatever. It he is. said it in centimeters. Yeah, yeah. meters. Yeah. Two fourteen. Guy came up to us. He's like, uh, sorry to bother you guys. Okay, having a good time, but. I'm just curious how tall you are. Me and my friend had a bet, and he told him. The guy's like, "I knew you were over seven feet." I was like, "Well, how much did you win?" The guy goes, "A dollar." I go, "Well, don't spend it all in one place, Come jerk." On. You know what? <laughs> was he a good kid? Oh yeah, seventy-two yeah. Russian. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, you know what he was dropping on the trip. Can you side out from the right side? Twenty-five k for ten days in Vegas. So he's loaded by, by himself. Oh, by the way, really loaded. Really. And Reed said, you know, he gets all this attention, which he kind of doesn't like. He gets a little aggravated with. Oh, he likes. But it. at the same time, he brings it on himself because not only is he seven two. But he's wearing like bright plaid and green oh, okay. and yeah. just crazy looking outfits. He's like, yeah, you're not staying incognito. Do you think he's in the circus or do you think he's not a pro athlete? Like, what does he look like? I, no, I, I, look like just, NBA yeah, you assume that he's look like Jordan Pearson or is he? No, 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 no. No, no he thin. looks athletic, thin. Yeah. This was Volkov Kevin, or Kazakov. Kevin's build seven two. This was Kazakov. Sure. Or Volkov. I, I don't know. I can't uh-huh. There was one, yeah. but it was me, me. Reed. Little fat Jeremy. Reed. Little fat Jeremy. Wow. Reed national team. 7-2 Russian. Yeah, it's good. you got to start getting back in the gym, bro. Let's go. <laughs> Let's not even go there. I used to be fat, but now I'm skinny fat. Oh, let's go, buddy. McGee. Let's get you back uh, in shape. What's going on? Remember that? Was that Glendale? Was, was that Atlanta? I got to say McGee is looking better than two years ago. Dude, he's on TV. He's got to look good. He's, he's done great work with his physique. He's been dedicated. He's feeling good, bud. He's doing, he's doing good work. 190 back in those days. One ninety eight, two twenty. You got to well, two two nineteen, two twenty, <laughs> two nineteen. No, maybe not two twenty. Just I, I, I held, I held it well. Two twenty. The Jess Italian looking, jeans. Good job, dude. Italian jeans. You Jess look at you one day and go, come on, bro. No, not at all. She loves me no matter what. You ain't you not. Well, pregnant. I'm not saying she was leaving you, but she no, was we started like, come on, bro. Was it the pregnancy weight? Had you gained? Like, is this like uh, what yeah, do they yeah, call it? Yeah, you're on the road, sympathy? dude. I was traveling. It was sympathy with you, bro. Eating. Charter plane food, dog. Getting Charter in four plane in the food. Morning. So honestly, you don't. I mean, you just eat and drink. On the baseball is the worst. Yeah. Every it's night tough. you're back at the hotel bar, having chicken fingers, and there's only a smoothie king in the airport. Yeah. Home skillet. Yeah. I don't <laughs> I'm with you, bro. Thanks, man. Hey guys, I've really enjoyed my run. This has been really fun. <laughs> A uh, few years. I just want to say thanks to all the guy, uh, people that have uh, l- you know listened to our show, been loyal. Do you want to thank uh, Texas Troll personally? You'd love Texas Troll. Um, you know, <laughs> met a lot of good people through this show. I'm gonna miss Jay and uh, you know Reed and I'll keep in contact. But uh, Jeremy, I'll see you at the World Series Beach Volleyball, buddy. I believe this is like the third or fourth time you said this is your last show. This ever. is this is it. This one is <laughs> it. This is when I this saw is the that one. and I saw the the email that went with it. The email was so, kind of brutal. I didn't see the yeah, email saying, Geeter's out. Yeah. Jay Roche has the big fat head Like again. it was discussed, like, hey, we got to get him out, everybody else in. Well, at that time, you hadn't been here for like six months. What do you want me to do? Maybe you guys should just be proud of where I was and what my job was. I have no issues with what you do. Yeah. I'm just saying that you're, you're right. right here. You know what? Geeter's right. We should have had a line along the bottom of those who have left us, like an obituary. <laughs> <laughs> should we give you one last... There's no better angle for sure uh, than the one. <laughs> I can't believe those of us. Hold on, wait for it. This is your legacy. Wait for it. This is your legacy. This is my rants. Oh, hold on. It's not kittens and candles. Remember we used to have rants? Yeah. yeah. And then good rants. And then here's one more. We're into that because we're horny for volleyball. I mean, uh, that's it. 
Well, I just haven't had a lot Terrible of time. Terrible job producing the show. Wow. You had some good end-of-the-year rants. We did, like, end-of-the-year yeah. sign-off rants. There were a couple of good ones. There was one where I was a lot of anger. Yeah. 2010. You were mad. And then, and then yep. a year later, a lot of joy. Yeah. Uh, You're a basketball guy. Texas Troll says he promises to keep hating Kevin for you when you're yeah, at the show. Thank you. <laughs> Texas Troll will miss me. I Damn don't you, think, Texas I don't, Troll. I don't think many people will miss me on that He's your only fan. But Texas Troll's going to miss Texas me. Texas Troll's just ticked. He doesn't have an article in Volleyball Magazine. Not yet. Just a matter of time. <laughs> if he hates you enough, he'll get there. The Texas Troll. Gardhoff used to be a big fan of you until you crushed him today. Yeah, he's really fallen off my list, man. It all, it all went south with that cartoon. You guys were all good, yeah. and then all of a sudden the cartoon I, came and out. I, and I've pumped that it's guy's a, talent up more than It's anybody. a caricature. You're supposed to exaggerate <laughs> your traits. Maybe Chris. he got me up 219. Two ni- well, you, look, you look about 240 in that He made one. me at 263, though. <laughs> you got, like, big, fat forearms. Yeah, I don't know what the hell happened. Like, you put on some pounds. If yeah. your forearms get fat, you are really hitting the chicken yeah, fingers. Seriously. Wow. What 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 the troll say for me? He said his issue's coming out in September. <laughs> but he said two twenty, two twenty one, whatever it takes. Whatever it takes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Kevin. What is yeah. happening this next week in volleyball? It is, it is a Don't busy care. time. Kerry <laughs> Walsh back in Stod. 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 With World League happening in Brazil. Finishing up weekend for the United States and Brazil. Awesome. World Tom Davenport running his event in Steamboat. Yep. Five hundred and fifty teams. A lot going on in Colorado apparently. Yeah, a lot happened in Colorado. Uh, what else? That's it? We will be in Long Beach on Friday. Most likely. Most likely. We will be there for the match. Geeter and I... I'll be riding moto on Saturday. I don't know if it's really been officially announced, but you and I are working the World Series of Beach Volleyball. Yeah. Are Beach. you doing TV? No. It's NBC. Oh, that's right. Okay. Trying to do some AVPs, though. Good, good luck with that. I'm going to make that work out with my uh, job. I will be at the World Series of Beach Volleyball Thursday through Sunday. You'll be there Friday through Sunday, mm-hmm. correct? Doing your Dustin will be out there. This Dustin, will be you uh, rekindling the old stage the new... presence. Yeah. Very nice. Everybody... Leonard, Leonard wanted me to do it. And... I will be making like an appearance at the World Series of Beach Volleyball. As you should. The I'll Net Live should be. Well, the Net Live should be there. Can, when can we squeeze in a show? I know you guys don't care, but how was Wimbledon yesterday? Wow. Can we do a live show? Him and Hill going crazy. I'm sure. Why not? Can we do a live show that incorporates the stage presence as well? Wow, wouldn't that be gnarly? Who Probably not this late. What? Trust me. <laughs> we can make it happen. All right, we'll figure that out. Plan on coming out to that FIVB event happening. We had uh, Leonard Armato on here a few weeks ago, giving you some information about how it came about. Kudos yep. to Leonard for making it happen, by the way, for bringing the FIVB back to the United States. First time in a long time. I can't think of the last FIVB event here in the States. Anybody know the, the date? It was 2000. My first year on tour, 2003, at the Home Depot Center, now known as, Ten the, years ago. as the StubHub Center. That's weird. Yep. It's weird. Willis Tower in Chicago, also not Willis Tower. Sears yeah, Tower. So Home Depot Center, Sears Tower. Um, there's still sign-ups for the four-man and six-man for the World Series of Beach Volleyball. I think that's actually going to be a bigger deal than what our buddy Bill Sigler people that, realize right? or what's going to happen. I think those... Are you talking about Smackfest? No, at the oh. World Series of Beach Volleyball, they're having the six-man and the four-man tournaments. I think those are actually be a, be a pretty well, big deal. Well, yeah, they're, they're, they, they are. They're trying to get teams, though. They're trying to get people to sign up. Yeah, yeah oh, yeah. People are signing up. Is there a okay. sitting division? Not on the beach, Kevin. Is Siggy helping with that at all? Yeah, yeah oh, yeah. He's behind all of okay. that. Okay. Yeah. They're pumping it. I see them talking about it every day. Okay. So if you have a team, there would be a... Yeah, life. you got to get in there. Garhoff hey, has a team. Hey, if you're a listener of the NetLife... If. I want you... Have a NetLife team. I want you to send us... A picture or a description 
of a home game of volleyball that you've played? Because you mentioned bed volleyball with mm-hmm. Coley. Mm-hmm. My brother and I used to play living room volleyball yeah. where we'd set up like a, an ottoman. You'd sit on either side what of an ottoman. What kind of ball were you using? Pool? Were you using pool, a plush. Pool volley play? Because I've been in some Pool's legendary great. pool games. Pool's great. At bachelor parties. Uh, oh, yeah. if, if you have a picture, post it on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash netlive. We used to use a plush basketball. Mm-hmm. And we just annihilated the thing. You can mm-hmm. skip it off the yeah. the ottoman. No, I know exactly what you're saying. I mean, and we actually had a, a too hard call. Like there could be too yeah. hard. Awesome, too hard, bro. Too hard. Because you're sitting this, you're sitting four feet from yeah. each other's face. I'll never forget. We were probably 24 years old, and or maybe 25. And Coley Kaiman was getting married. His bachelor party. We're at the Tropicana Pool in Vegas, and nice. all, all pretty much all volleyball people. Yeah. Playing like a seven on seven. Nice. Game, like running combos. Yeah. <laughs> flicking reds and guys just. I mean, people were like. What is happening? Because they were we were buzzed. Yeah, we also sp- at that level. And we also sprinkled in a couple of friends that like did. So I mean, people were getting blasted. But I mean, guys like running quicks in the pool. I mean, it was one of the funniest. The other guests were like, "What is happening right now?" Fighting on every play, obviously, because right. there's no lines. But you think everything's <laughs> <laughs> way out, bro. Way but out. You're playing in a gigantic pool, by the it way. Hit but the I know bar. this sounds weird. But I'm telling you, if you've ever played in like a fun pool volleyball game, it could be. It's incredible. You oh, can, it's amazing. You can like hang. I mean, oh yeah. Bennett, it's oh, the yeah. greatest thing in the world. <laughs> So send us your pictures, pool volleyball, yeah. indoor yeah. volleyball, or, or, or living room volleyball, bed volleyball, whatever you've come yeah. up with, we, we should compile a list yeah. of all the great iterations of one-on-one, two-on-two. Yeah. I know we used to play in Marv's big uh, recreation room off the side yeah. of his kitchen. We would play in that yeah. room. Like we would play with, whip with ball a, in the dorms with a taped-up ball. I mean, there's, games, yeah. Yeah, there's great games like that. Volleyball is a game that has creativity in it like yeah. that. People will play it in different places. Yeah. Awesome. Good send show. that to us. Facebook.com slash The Net Live. Good last show for me. The Net Live. Good job, Chris. I'll never see you again. Goodbye Thanks to Chris McGee forever. Bye, everybody. It's been, uh, been a good run. It's been real. It's been fun. It's been real fun. Sorry you're not on the intro, bro. Sorry you're not on the new ad. I feel like Charlie Sheen a little bit, what you guys are doing to me on the show. Well, step up your game. Maybe we'll make it back. <laughs> He's putting on his hat with yeah. his headset still on. You're being a little disrespectful. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what you're trying to say? All right. Thanks, uh, ladies and gentlemen, for tuning in. We're going to check out for another week. We will have a show for you next Monday. Get out and check out the women's team scrimmages. Watch them on the Internet. You have no excuse. And by it's the way, out there. watch it. Jake Gibbs could be on the show soon. Brian Pollard from Cincinnati who's helping with the AVP event. going to be on soon. Talk about that event. We got some, we got some okay. good things coming up. Yeah, we do. We've got stuff in the works. We're also working on going to some events here, getting us out and getting us out some live events. We'll also start getting you some audio from players, as we've had from the World League. We're going to start getting you some beach audio from players at these different events throughout the weekends. Doing our best to bring you a week's worth of coverage and opinion and whatever other insanity comes up here on the Net Live. I'm Kevin. He's Jeremy, and Chris is gone forever. He's out. The Net Live. See you next Monday. Cause you're so vain and I'm so vain We looking like a picture in a miracle shape But it's not Wish that someone would just tell you that you're hot Burn down a mall, yeah, you're shopping for your job Tell me when your fascination gone When it's gone, baby Cause you're so vain and I'm so vain We looking like a picture in a miracle shape But it ain't can't fit your clothes and you ain't eating, so you faint. Never satisfied. Ooh, ain't that a shame? Trying to squeeze up in them jeans, but you.